This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hands, O Lady in power. There is one thing that changes a man's life the Word of God. The Word of God is the comprehensive tools that when it is faithfully preached, it has the capacity to change a man's life, to make us feel vessels of honor. It has the capacity to supply all our needs. It has the capacity to, to deliver us from the hands of the enemy. Father, this morning, we cherish your word. Bring your word to us. Take over this leap of clay. Lord, and I pray, stir up revival, fresh fire in the heart of your children. The one needing direction, let your word give them direction. The one needing hope, Lord, let your word give them hope. The one needing to see you, Lord, let your word, Lord, reveal yourself to them. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. As many you have ordained to be here that are supposed to be here, Holy Ghost, wake them up. Angel of the living God, wake them up now. Tap them, wake them up. In the name of Jesus, draw the entire nation unto yourself. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus most glorious name we have prayed. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Numbers. Numbers. Brother Joseph, Oluday, if you are there, you can read. You are going to read for us. Numbers chapter 16. God has been bringing his word to us on the subject, seven abominations abominable things you must avoid in order to see God. And we have been looking at this part six of it in particular with many subdivisions. Why? That aspect is very, very uh, prevalent in our, in our society, false witness. And so we have looked at the case of how people accused Jesus and he was crucified. We also look at the case of, uh, 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 of uh, Paul. We look at uh, the case of Paul. Now, we also look at the case of, um, the case of how uh, 40 men vowed uh, you know, to destroy Paul. And then we look at one more case, Stephen. We look at, now we're going to look at another case this morning. Now, um, number 16, read from verse one. Numbers chapter 16 and verse 1. Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohat, the son of Levi, and Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and on the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men. And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy. Every one of them and the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. And he spake unto Korah and unto all his company saying, even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his and who is holy and will cause him to come near unto him. 
even him whom he had chosen, will he cause to come near unto him. This do take you censers, Korah, and all his company, and put fire therein, and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be I that the man who... I pray for somebody. Your name will not be known for evil. Amen. Amen. The name of your family will not be known for evil. Amen. Only for good in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord doth choose, he shall be holy. Ye take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. And Moses said unto Korah, Here I pray you, ye sons of Levi, cement it but a small thing unto you, that the God of Israel had separated you from the congregation of Israel, to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord, and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them. And he had brought thee near to him, and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, with thee. And seek ye the priesthood also, for which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron that ye murmur against him? And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, which said, We will not come up. Is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of a land that flowed with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us? Moreover, thou hast not brought us into a land that flowed with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will thou put out the eyes of this man? We will not come up. And Moses was very wroth and said unto the Lord, Respect not thou their offering. I have not taken one ass from them, neither have I hurt one of them. And Moses Amen. said unto him, Amen. Now read, um, now read verse, 20, uh, verse 23. Verse 23, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Moses rose up and went unto Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest ye be consumed in all their sins. So they got up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram on every side. And Dathan and Abiram came out, and stood in the door of their tents, and their wives, and their sons, and their little children. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord had sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord had not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Hmm. And it came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, and their houses, and all the men that pertain unto Korah, and all their goods, and they and all that pertain to them. Amen. 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 Stop at verse, uh, verse 33. You have started. Go ahead. They and all that appertain to them went down alive into the pit, and the earth closed upon them, and they perished from among the congregation. You will not perish. I will not perish. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You will not perish. Our children will not perish Amen. in the name of Jesus. The spirit of rebellion will not enter our children. Amen. It will not enter our seed. Amen. It will not enter our youth. Amen. It will not enter our men. It will not enter our women in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. 
Brethren, there's so much to, to you know to, to, to learn from this story. Um, now, how does this relate to false witness? Of course, these Koran, Abiram, and Datan. Koran was the Arang leader. He was the first accuser, and then he lured Datan and Abiram. And what surprised me is that in verse in one of the verses, in verse uh, in verse one, these were like descendants of Reuben. Remember, Reuben was caused by his father. Brethren, what you do today, your action today, could make or mar the future of your children, the future of your of your seed. That you are that many of us will say we are laboring for our children. Please, you have to lay good foundation for them. Teach them to obey constituted authority. Teach them not to be rebellious. Teach them to be law-abiding. Teach them to be good example. Now, false witness. You see, in all the cases that we have looked at, is it in the case of Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ died for it because it was written. Stephen died, he died for it. Thank God he's in heaven. But all the people, God had mercy on them. They got away with it, but he had mercy on them. Now, uh, how about for Paul? Yes, those people too, we don't know what become of their life after Paul escaped. But in this case, the God of vengeance rose up immediately. And you see, any man of God that God sent, I want you to watch this. Anyone that God truly call, when they speak, it become the word of God. One day I read from the Bible, Elijah said, according to my word. He said, according to my word, there shall not be rain for this number of years. And when it was three and a half years, now the next thing the Bible tells us in that same chapter was that, and the Bible referred to it, according to the word of the Lord, which is paid by the man. I said, so initially it was according. So one of the way you know men of God that God has called is that God turned their words to his own word because when they speak, it is the word of God coming out from their mouth. Now, where are we going? Now, these people, they gather together to accuse Moses. Brethren, what actually was the problem? The root cause of this problem is envy. Envy. Brethren, you have to deal with envy so you don't become a false accuser. Envy. When you are when you are envious of somebody, I mean, it, might, it, it surprises me to even see people that you know they are older than uh, people. You see elder people envying their you know young children, envying their you know their youth youth, envying their grandchildren, elderly people. So it, so it's not just envying people you are older than or in other area of life. Envy of any kind is a sin against God. Don't envy your neighbor. I've said it time with that number. If anyone, if I see some, God doing something good in somebody's life, I'll say, Lord, I thank you for the life of this person. Please do this kind of thing and use me greatly for your glory. Do my thing through me. 
Brethren, God hates envy. When you allow the envy to register in your heart, whether on anyone, you see that you hate those people. That is just the truth. If, you, if there's any form of envy, you hate them. Even the way you look at them shows there's hatred in your heart. And so that was the cause. It wasn't that Moses and Aaron took so much upon themselves. Remember, Moses and Aaron did not call themselves. They did not call themselves. They did not call themselves. Brethren, I want you to know that it is only the one that God called. Oftentimes, myself and my wife, we always say that uh, if you have not been called for this work and you call yourself, I said, I told my wife, why they, I said, people that God did not call and they are doing this work. I said, I don't know how they are surviving. I just don't know how they are doing it. Because it is dangerous not to be called and you are calling yourself. Not to talk about the internal enemies, the external enemy, the gate of hell itself. If God is not with a man, all this thing is enough to pull that man down within a few seconds. Brethren, so it wasn't that Moses and Aaron were taking too much on themselves. No, the problem, the root cause was envy. So brethren, as we continue in these 14 days of power, one of the issues you must deal with you must bring back to the cross is the issue of envy. Are you envying your younger brothers, your younger sisters? Are you envying your elder brother or elder sister? Are you not envying your brothers and sisters in the faith in the church? That when you see them, the way you look at them, it shows that there's something in your mind. You don't need all those things. It simply pulls you back out of God's will. It, it, it drives God far away from you. You don't have to envy. Husbands, are you envying your wife? Wife, are you envying your husband? Instead of two of you to compliment each other, are you envying your children? Brethren, are you envying your mates, your roommates? You don't need to envy anybody. Appreciate God for what God is doing in their life. Appreciate God for where God has brought them and thank God that God remember me too for good. Have a genuine love for them. When you see them doing something good, oh, what Koran and Abitan and all of them were supposed to do was to appreciate God for the life of Moses and his brother. Where they were supposed to be there to support. And the interesting thing that these men were sons of the Levite. That means they were people ministering on the altar. That's why we must be careful, brethren. You must be careful. And one thing I know about God, the same way God loves people, the same way he can destroy is a consuming fire. So please do away with envy. Now you are going to pray before we continue. You are going to say, mighty God, deliver me from the spirit of envy or put envy out of my life. Open your mouth and pray. Make sure you are not sleeping. This is the time to pray, Father, or put envy out of my life. I will not have reason to envy any man. I will not become a false accuser. People who envy, they are false accusers. They accuse people. They accuse, uh, even when people take one step, they have complaint. When people cough, they have one error. They have one thing to complain. When they dress, they have one thing to complain. When they drive, they have one thing to complain. When they see their children, they have one thing to complain. There's always one thing to complain. Anyone who envy, there's always something they have to complain about others. Will you lift up your voice and say, Father, Lord, I'll put the seed of envy out of my life, out of my destiny. 
I refuse to envy anyone. I refuse to be envy anyone. The spirit of Quran, Data, and Abraham will not enter me. It will not enter my wife. It will not enter my children. It will not enter our household. It will not enter the church of God. It will not enter our family. In this season of 14 days of power, Lord, nothing, envy will not hinder your power in my life, in the life of my brethren. In the name of Jesus, for in Jesus' mighty name, we are free. If you are not sleeping, unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. If you are not sleeping, unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm glad that our brethren are awake. Now, so brethren, I want you to know that people that envy sin has entered into their heart. Satan have entered into their heart. That's why you must constantly guard your heart. Check your heart through the word of God all the time. As a servant of God, uh, maybe I might want to tell you the truth. I desire to tell you the truth. Maybe one thing, one thing, one thing, maybe sometimes there are many people I want to talk to, I forget. Some, you know, I didn't see them. Some have been running after them with phone call. They, would, they don't pick call. Some are too busy, so many times. But if those people can take the word of God and read and study, God will reveal the picture of their life to them and to correct the error, what the enemy is trying to do. Because the enemy looks for opportunities to accuse brethren. I pray devil will not find opportunity to accuse you in the name of Jesus. Now, brethren, what then do you do? At this point, now we have learned so much about false witness and why we should not do it and why God hates it. It quenches revival, it distances God. Now, if you want to see God, don't have anything to do with false witness. What then can you do? You want to do what then would God want you and I to do whenever we are accused falsely? I have been accused several times falsely. I tell you countless times, even in this work. I have been accused several times that I cannot stand, stand here and begin to tell you. But of course, uh, I, one thing I always ask God for is to remain focused. Mm -hmm. I, you see, when I watch some men of God, well, I thank God for their life, who spend almost half of their messages talking about all their enemies. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know where they find that kind of strength from. Yeah, I don't have that strength, and I will never have it. Amen. My strength is to preach the word of God, to do what God has sent me. Brethren, the first thing I want you to know quickly is number one. If you are accused falsely or if men are envying you, it is a sign that God is doing mighty things through you. Number one. So do not be discouraged. What is number one? If you are accused wrongly, it is a sign that God is with you it is a sign that God is doing mighty things through your life. So do not be discouraged. Or mute your device and tell your neighbor, do not be discouraged. That's number one. We don't have time. Number two, be calm and don't fight back. When people accuse you for whether at work, anywhere in the world, your family members, my family members have accused me so much, so much 
they have accused me. Church member, brethren, oh, I've received a lot of accusation. So many, even from, 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 from seniors in the faith too. They say, oh, you take too much on yourself. Ah, we have been on this road. Why is your own DJ so zeal like this too much? Everything is so, 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 so. Can't you slow down a bit? No. Yes, too much righteousness. One time, a, another senior servant in the Lord, a long time ago, told me, said, I pray too much. He said, Pastor, is he everything you pray on? Eh? He said, Pastor, is he all the time we pray? He said, all the time, brother, we have to pray. It's a scripture. It's pray without season. Now, let's move on. Be calm. Don't fight back. Number two, when you are accused falsely anywhere in the world, because the truth is that, brethren, if you are doing something glorious, with, if God is doing something glorious with your destiny, you will be accused. You see, why they are accusing is because of what God is doing, not necessarily because of your, you as a person. It's because of the result that is coming out of your life. So don't be calm and don't fight back. Number three, when you are accused wrongly, what must you do? Report the issue to the perfect judge, the almighty God. Report it. Moses fell down. Him falling down, say, Ah, Lord, you are the one that called me. See what these brethren are doing to me and my brother. Arise and fight for me. And then the next thing, the man of God rose up. He said, Okay, take a censor. By this time tomorrow, gather all your company together. We will know who God has called. We will know if who is righteous and who is, uh, you know, who is not. We will know who God has really appointed to do this work. And so the Bible said the man of God was wrought. Our father and the Lord said something, Pastor T.J. one day. I always remember that. When an elderly man rose up against him, elderly man that should encourage him, he rose up. He said something. He said, he only is only asked from people is that they should encourage him to do God's work. He said people should not discourage him from doing God's work. Brethren, let us encourage men of God. Don't discourage them. Find a way to encourage them at all times to do the God. The, the Bible even says, he said, he he let them do it with joy. He said, because they give account over you. He said, when they do it with joy, then you know they, you yourself you are blessed. So don't, don't make the work of God strenuous for the servant of God. I always look for a way, not because I am a servant of God by God's grace. Even at least many of you, you have known me by God's grace. I look for a way to encourage men of God. I look for a way, whether financially in everything. I look for a way to encourage them in the service, in everything, materially for their household. I, I look for a way constantly to be of encouragement to them. Because if you are in their shoe, you will know they need their, your encouragement. Praise the Lord. Number three, number, so be report the issue. Don't be silent. When people accuse you wrongly, don't just take it and be moody and be, no, 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 no. Don't fight back, but go back to God and say, Lord, fight for me. And this morning, God will fight for you. Amen. If you have been accused wrongly, God will fight for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Uh, number number. Number four, keep up the good work. Why you wait for God to fight for you? 
Nehemiah said, I am doing a good work here. I cannot abandon this work. I am doing a very good work here. How can I abandon and come to meet you in the temple? How can I abandon and come to him? They try to lull Nehemiah to a small, uh, they should meet them in a small village. He said, no, I'm doing a good work. I cannot leave this work. They try to tell him that I should come to the temple of God. He said, no, I'm doing a good work. How can I leave this work? Remain, keep on the good work while God is fighting for you. That's number four. Because vengeance belongs to God. Vengeance belongs. Don't fight for yourself, brethren. Don't take the place of God. No. Allow God to. And then finally, as we pray, remain focused on your goal. Remain focused on your goal. It's different from keep up the good work. You see, you need to remain focused. Jesus had one goal, to take away the sin of the world. And that's why the Bible tells us he despised the shame. He despised the shame. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1. He despised the shame. Despise the shame and press towards your goal. Despise the shame and press towards your goal. Don't give in to people to, 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 to mock us. One man of God said, leave your mockers alone and face God. Don't don't be focusing all your energy and be looking and be focusing on your uh, your 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 distractors. Keep focus on your goal. What is God? What is it that God has called you? If it is that you are cleaning the church, keep cleaning it. You are preaching, keep preaching. Evangelizing, keep it up. You are giving, you are sowing, whatever thing God has given to you to do, keep doing it. You are praying, keep praying. Whatever thing you are doing. Remain focused on your goal. And then when you pass that exam, then your you know, promotion is coming. Remember God said, he said double promotion is coming in this in these 14 days of wonder. And so for you to get it, remain focused. Now you are going to bow down your head. You are going to say, Father, now you are going to pray with each of the points I was going to ask you. And I want us to say it quickly. So let's unmute our device. What is the point number one quickly? If, if you are accused falsely, is a sign that God is with you. Not be you might destroy you. Amen. That's good. Number two. Be calm. Don't fight back. Number three. Report the matter. Number four. Keep up the you. Number five. Now begin to appreciate God for the word that you have had. Appreciate him this morning. And if you're here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus. I tell you, if you don't have Jesus in your life, I don't know how you can weather the storm of life. I don't know how you can manage to overcome all the, you know, the, the distractors in the world. I don't know. That's why we always call at every meeting. We give that opportunity by the help of the Holy Ghost because God wants all men saved. So you are here this morning, whether men, women, children, you have been a false accuser. You have departed from the way of God. You know that the Spirit of God has departed from you. You are just patching it. This morning you can come back again. I wanted to say, Lord Jesus, I accept you this morning as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Deliver me from the spirit of, 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 of offenses. Deliver me from the spirit of envy and keep me to the end. 
Lord, I pray for all your sons and daughters. I pray, Lord, let it be well with them. Lord, I pray, keep them, Lord, to the end. Forgive them their sins. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Father, this morning, I thank you for your word. Oh, it gladdens my heart. I am grateful. Thank you for bringing your word to us. We, you don't want us to follow the way of Korah, Datam, and Abiram. Lord, we are so, if there are ways in the past, we have accused ourselves wrongly. Lord, we ask this morning, in any way we have been discouraged or our accusation, or maybe in the past has discouraged others. This morning, let your mercy flow in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for all your children who might have been accused in one way, who are discouraged in their heart. Encourage them. Amen. Every member of this household, even the ones that have not been coming for revival or attending program, Father, encourage them. Amen. Anyone that the enemy is about to sift as wheat, please, Father, they rescue their soul. Amen. I pray the grace for us to remain focused on these 14 days of power given to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, ancient of days, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 